Yeah, it's been a been a eventful day. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd still be together two hours later? <laughs> I know. Trying to set up live streaming is apparently harder than it seems. We have no idea what we're doing. I was so happy in my bed two hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Really taking advantage of your vacation time. Well, the power went off, which is becoming like a a reoccurring thing for some reason. I don't know why. Um, And uh, so I like just was like, might as well go back to sleep. It helps if you pay your car bill. (laughs) Ah, we just. Like the entire city went down the other day. Like I had to drive like miles to even get cell reception. Dang, that's crazy. Whole city didn't put, pay their power bill. <laughs> 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 oh gosh. Um, I like how the ecam live is over my face. Yeah, no, yeah, it's your forehead tattoo. <laughs> Uh, just so. all right. Can y'all you see go. the chat, or am I the only one who can see it? I cannot I see. It. Wait, can. yes, I can. Yes, I can see that. Woo, woo, woo. Cool. All right. well, hey, Peter and Ross. What's up? Uh, so yeah, today is Hot Wire Day. I'm excited. Um, looks like we're still waiting on some new stuff, like Strata, which. It's going to be really confusing to like, is Hotwire even anything specific? It's just like the group of these things. Is that right? That's what I kind of came to the realization of when I was reading the docs, because eventually I had to like stop watching the video. Uh, (laughs) Like I tried to watch it. I just couldn't keep up. I don't know if I'm just on a vacation brain or. No, it was a tough video to watch because it was. (laughs) It was just the voiceover going so fast conceptually while he's typing other things. And yeah, it was it was a lot all at once. Luckily, if you've ever done cable ready and you know stimulus reflex, like it's it's pretty equivalent in certain ways. But it's it's definitely more integrated with Rails, which is nice. Um, you know, like you get your format turbo stream responses that you can use instead of format.html and .js but i think for yeah. me surprisingly the um, the video being so rail specific didn't help me understand it as much as reading the docs because the docs are more like here's like a div or their actual like turbo frame mm-hmm. you know component with an id and like here's how it conceptually works and like that was like oh like it just kind of felt like more low level like the rail stuff's really cool and i can't wait to use it but like the helper methods for me weren't clicking Um, yeah and it's it's just the yeah you want to see the actual html not the helpers to generate that html because that's the at the end of the day the helpers are just helpers they're not what does the work so yeah it's it's interesting to see that Turbo Links is dead now, and Turbo, um, and it it's confusing because they call it Turbo and then it's Turbo Drive in the docs and like call it pick one, <laughs> but it is nice to see that now it will handle forms and all of that stuff. Um, 
So they have in examples in there of redirecting after a form submission and streaming after a form submission, which the stream response is the like error handling uh, version, which is <laughs> been broken since TurboLinks, you know, originally shipped. So that's good. Um, I don't, it's interesting to see that like this came out after six one. So is, is Rails six, two going to ship with this by default, or is this always going to be optional? And then like, is Rails going to still ship with TurboLinks, and you remove it to use this? I don't know. It seems strange. It's definitely not finished. So maybe that's why. Yeah. I have a feeling that they'll TurboLinks will continue shipping the way it is. Do probably until Rails seven. I would imagine because Whoa, I think this still has. There. Whoa. Well, I, <laughs> I think this seven. has like, oh, dude, I'm thinking about version eight, but I think this has like some more maturing to do. And I think that they'll leave TurboLinks in as is. And then I, because I feel like that's a major version change to like swap out TurboLinks for this. So I feel like yeah. they'll have this out and open. We'll find the issues with it. And then TurboLinks, um, TurboLinks, or no, Rails 7 will have this on by default. It'd be nice. Um, there's all those things of like, let's fix the scaffolds so that they actually handle form errors out of the box and whatever. It'll be really nice to see that. And like Peter said, uh, that it's Turbo is version 7. So it seems like they're just kind of renaming TurboLinks and just doing their strange version numbers because what was it like TurboLinks 1 and 2.5 or something and then 5? I forget what the the numbers versioning for TurboLinks was. Yeah, I, I'm interested. I like right now that it's just a gym you bring in. The thing that like most clicked for me today when watching the video was when there was like the format.turbo, whatever it was, turbo response. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's the way I've been writing my cable ready code recently is that I've been using rails, UJS. So doing like remote true and hooking into format.js doing head, no content, and then just doing a bunch of cable ready commands. And so like, it kind of felt like, Oh, like my workflow is actually not going to change too much. Yep, exactly. So you think you're going to switch this out for cable ready? I think that's the hot take we have to decide. Oh, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't talked to anyone at Podia. Like we've all, sh- I think like every one of us shared it when it came into like when DHH tweeted it, but like we're really heavily invested in reflex and cable ready. So like I could see us maybe adopting it alongside those things. I'm not sure. We'll, at least right now, I haven't talked to anyone, but I don't know that we'll fully replace our usage of those tools. At least not cable ready. Yeah. Yeah, in Jumpstart Pro, I've got a gem called TurboLinks Render, which is very small, but it handles the like form submission seamlessly in the current version of TurboLinks. So you don't have to do any magic and all your forms get submitted with Ajax and... Uh, the responses are the exact same controller code for rendering, um, you know, the, the edit page with the errors. And then that just replaces the page contents with a TurboLink snapshot. So it's a cool little like extension to TurboLinks to support forms. Um, 
and all of that I'm going to get rid of and replace all that with this stuff, I think. So it'll be kind of interesting to go through and refactor all that. But, um, you know, I never went and did like a full stimulus reflex or cable ready integration with it. Cause it, it's the base features that jumpstart pro comes with. Doesn't really need a whole lot of this. I just wanted something to, to be mobile compatible. Um, so back when the, the iOS and Android adapters would disable post requests because those would clear out this CSS and JavaScript and re-render all of that and reparse it and repaint. So, um, the intention with, with that was like, we'll get it mobile ready and we'll just use this, this library instead. And then those got abandoned and then things went south and have been just waiting for <laughs> new native stuff to come around. So it looks like this is going to be the way to go for that. And it, it is nice because you guys maybe eventually could ship a, um, you know, Podia mobile app and it would be very similar to your, your web version, which would be kind of cool. But that stuff seems on hold until 2021 sometime. So we will see whenever that comes out. Well, one thing that Julian Rubish has said on Twitter that I really liked is using Hotwire for CRUD will get you like 80% of the way there, but then you can use Cable Ready for like surgical DOM updates. Yeah. So well, there's definitely like a world where they both can exist together. Yeah, and I was talking to somebody about this earlier that like the Cable Ready stuff has support for like notifications and morph DOM and, you know, quite a bit of like very specific things, whereas the Hotwire stuff is very much like append, replace, uh, you know, very small, like basic things. So, yeah, I, I imagine that Cable Ready will still be super useful for the additional like detailed stuff that you want to do. And it, actually, that makes me wonder the DOM diffing when they replace a, a piece of the like the frame. I'm guessing they just replace the HTML and they don't do any. Dom diffing in, in turbo or hot wire or whatever we call it. <laughs> if you looked at, um, yeah, I guess I don't know really. There, there's no mention of it. The response is, you know, just full HTML and then it yeah. just replaces what's in there. I would guess not. Um, but I haven't looked through that, which stimulus rails, stimulus turbo. I guess it's in the turbo repo. But yeah, um, my sense is they don't do it. It's probably not. I, I wonder if it's just going to be interchangeable at some point, right? Like you could have it just say like diff is true and then it could use morph DOM or something to replace uh, a frame contents or something. I bet you that wouldn't be too bad to make it like flexible in the future. I guess it really just depends like how much HTML you have. Yeah, because my, my kind of experience so far with Morphdom has been like it's really powerful, but there's also a lot of like little gotchas, and so like the I would say a lot of my stimulus reflex kind of frustrations I ran into when I was first learning it was like, why didn't this just update? Like I'd perform an action, and yeah, it would just be wrong, and it's because Morphdom thought, oh, well, this element didn't change. And so that's, I started doing just like terrible things. Like, uh, I would drop a secure random UUID 
into an element in ERB to force it to always update. And like my coworkers are like, we need to like get Jason fired. And so I would be cool if it like, if HTML just swapping it out was enough that I would be okay with that. Yeah. I think I'm guessing that's what they're going to do. Keep it super simple and, you know, try and do, I mean, there's no Webpacker here, which is fascinating. So you can write all your stimulus controllers in your good old asset pipeline and not have to worry about any recompile time and stuff. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see this, but it, there's so many concepts now that you'll have to wrap your head around. It's going to be like learning something new again, TurboLink's Turbo Drive, Turbo Frames, Turbo Streams, Turbo Native. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah, the one I, I would actually like to talk more about the Webpacker stuff, but one thing yeah. that I was, I don't think it's really gotten enough attention yet, is the lazy loading of, you know, the frames. Because mm-hmm. one of the examples in the docs is like, have a div and put a spinner in it. And like have it have a URL and when it loads, like it'll just replace it once it loads. And I was like, I write code like that all the time where I have to like have a spinner and then go replace it. And this will just do that for me. Like that feels, feels good. I like that. So I want to just lazy load all the things. Yeah. So DHH talked about the using ESM, which I assume he's talking about Skypack, but he didn't really, that wasn't really covered in the video. So I wasn't really sure what they were referring to, unless I just completely missed something because uh, like the chat said, the video is like pure ADHD, like cereal <laughs> for my brain. Uh, yeah. It's mentioned so- somewhere in here. I think um, I was reading something earlier, but there's like a lot of docs to read through. Um, something was talking about including stuff and it was, it was using like Skypack, I think. Skypack all the way. I guess oh, maybe, we should. Maybe I was reading that. Um, where is that now? The library that they're using for the imports. Um, they have like a polyfill that they use, whatever that was uh. called. So I guess like to quickly define Skypack, it's like a load optimized, it's like load optimized NPM packages with no install and no build tools, which is like baked into Snowpack, um, which I've been talking about for probably way too long. But Skypack itself is just kind of like a way to like use um, like Node, but like inside regular JavaScript that can like run on the browser. Because you can't like import confetti from Canvas confetti like in a script tag, but Skypack allows you to do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I looked at it for the first time today. Like I heard you talk about it and other people talk about it. And I was like, Webpacker die. Not because I want to use it just because Webpacker. But, Webpacker. Yeah, just because it's Webpack. there. Well, Webpack. Well, I'm saying Webpacker is there and that's why I want to use Webpack. Oh. Um, but I, um, I thought it was super cool that you could just be like import library from cdn and just roll with it and uh yeah there's yeah, peter like- pointed out that the library is listed in the stimulus rails gem and it's called import maps and yeah i guess it 
it takes care of the the import mapping so you can use that in your in your asset pipeline now i guess i wonder if this i assume this will work for more than just the um than just the stimulus controllers like you'll be able to do that for any other code in your asset pipeline let's talk about matt's question will there be a full shift back to the asset pipeline I think that's uh, DHH's intention, but you're not going to be able to do tailwind and stuff like that. So yeah. I think uh, yeah. I think maybe it'll be split, which is going to be awful. Cause... Even worse than it is now. Like... Yeah, it's already <laughs> split. And then you have yeah. people like who are like fierce on either side. It's like, come on, can we just have one? I want the golden yeah. path. Well, the problem can't is, we just, like, can't everything just be perfect? Come on. Yeah. Come <laughs> like, on. Where's the utopia we were promised? Webpacker, like, was the promise of it, right? Like, but it's was just. Was it? Well, in theory, right? Because <laughs> you get, you can control your styles and your, like, JavaScript, but it kind of starts to, the more you need to do with it for me, like, I just don't understand Webpack like I should, and it just kind of breaks down. I do, and it still breaks down. I mean, what? Yeah, I don't want to get into it. I just we don't really need <laughs> no, to be this bundling is, all this, this is JavaScript. This time to get anymore. into it. Go. Um, no, like what? Like what part of it? It's just it's a cluster, especially with the new Webpack Five. It's just like it's just bad. I'm just bad. I'm gonna TM that. That's just bad. Uh, <laughs> it's just way too much. And there's there's no like golden path, which I think is like the rails. Like the beauty of Rails. This is one thing I'm going to talk about in my year in review, like that I'm going to write that I'm now saying out loud. So I have to do it. It's like we, there's so much stuff uh, that you can do, but everyone's doing it completely differently. So it's all kind of useless and it's all out of date super quickly. So I would love if DHH, I don't care who does it. If someone in the Rails community be like, this is what we're going to do. If it's the asset pipeline, fine. If it's Webpacker, fine. If it's Snowpacker, fine. Who cares? Like, just we just need one thing, and then we need to like take all the tutorials of all the things we want to do, like Tailwind and Bootstrap and Material, and get it all on one thing. We just need one thing. <laughs> there we go. That's the one thing I miss the most out of Zencaster. That that reminds me of the old campfire days where you could type like. Uh, Vuvuzela or whatever, and it would play that across everybody's chat. <laughs> yeah, but no, Matt's right. Uh, Matt's saying there's lots of expansion. And we need some contraction. I agree, and that's like the JavaScript community is just all over the place. It's terrible. It's so bad. And I, 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 I did my deep dive. I can truly say that I understand Webpack now, and I can write Webpack config from scratch, which I don't even know if I'm proud of. But it's just like, I don't want to do it. It sucks. That's why we have Webpacker to like abstract away that pain. And I want the pain to keep going away. But at the end of the day, you can only get so far because Webpack, Webpacker is just wrapping Webpack config. Yeah. That isn't, um, I don't I still understand how that fits in with <laughs> this live wire stuff. A live hot wire, not live wire. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we've we've done to it. You're a Laravel dev now. Our our work you're... here is done. <laughs> I'll know. Yeah, and you were we we know you're pretty disappointed it wasn't Hamill over over the wire. Yeah, you know, I think that's a grave misstep, and honestly, I'm not gonna pay for it now. 
<laughs> you lost my business. <laughs> I'm just glad that like if there's anything I've gotten out of the like 40 or 50 episodes you've been on with us now is that you're the Hamill guy. Like I think I didn't ask to be that guy. I kind of did. The world, <laughs> the world needed it. We needed we needed a voice for the the unspoken. My team just like fully shifted into like only ERB in the future. So I pivoted. I just joined a new team and it's all Hamill again. And I'm like, yeah, but then I have to remember how to write Hamill. So you know, there's pluses and minuses. Uh, interesting. I was just opening the the Hotwire gem, and there's there's no code in there. It's just a Rails Perfect. engine. That's that's an isolated namespace, and that's it. It's funny. Perfect. Oh yeah, I so, love that. No so Hotwire is like that. Hotwire as a name is kind of strange because it's like we're just gonna give the whole ecosystem a name now, but it's not an individual thing anymore. Like Turbolinks was it's strange. Oh, Leventy. Oh, Matt. Matt just said the Hotwire site's the Leventy site. You can. You don't need a Leventy. You can just use Bridgetown. There's my. Uh, there's my Chuck for Bridgetown. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of Hamill hate in the comments. I don't. I don't <laughs> know. I don't like that. Wow. Just start banning people. We're <laughs> yeah, kicking. If you don't like Hamill. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, right. If, if there was a way I could award um, people money on this thing for not liking Hamill, I would. <laughs> I'm, I hate the hate, the hate, the haters. That's what you all are. Uh, so what, what, else, what else about this? So the video, I followed the video, although he was doing stuff in the editor and I was like, that's cool. How do you do that? But I, that was a distraction. <laughs> um, the answer is text. But, oh, dang. Yeah, text this, me. Uh, Turbo JS is like 3,100 3, lines of code in the. Is it TypeScript? Turbo Rails? No, it's just plain old JavaScript. Yeah. <laughs> they did port um, Turbo Links over to TypeScript, so it's interesting so is, to see this is not, not in TypeScript. Yeah, that's what I thought. That is so I wonder if it'll still be. Or whatever, I guess. Doesn't matter. They just have nah, their build stuff. But this ships um turbo.js ships in the gems app assets JavaScripts folder. Uh so it's gotta be plain JavaScript, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> but, yeah, that makes sense. But stimulus does not. The one thing about TypeScript that it I think it's easier to read, like not not to write. I don't think it's easier to write, but it is easier to read because you're like, what does this object take? And you can just look at the TypeScript definition. So that I have liked about TurboLinks and Stimulus when I have like dug into the code a little bit. It's like, I wonder what this method takes. Oh, it's all right here. Super nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just opened up the broadcasts.rb file here, and it's got he showed the broadcast append to and replace and remove, but it actually does. It's got a broadcast prepend later to and append later and replace later. So I'm guessing those background kick off jobs. background jobs. Yeah. 
I, uh, yep, Turbo's Dreams broadcast job. And then they have this broadcast action too. So maybe you can use that to trigger generic um, events or something. Wouldn't broadcast action to you in the video? Uh, what do you use? Like, so he had message, and every time you create a message, it would broadcast it to its like parent post. Mm, yeah, that might have been. I don't remember. I, I remember that part, but I don't remember what. It was, that would make a lot of sense. It was hard to keep up because uh, <laughs> all I could, well, for the obvious reasons, but then also like, I feel like my kind of early days of programming, like, was like, don't use callbacks for anything that's like not related. I don't know. <laughs> Let's just leave it. Yeah, don't use callbacks. Anything. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Then, and then I'm watching this video where like the creator of Rails is like, callback, callback, callback. And so I'm like having this like existential crisis uh, and I can't even focus anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's true because I remember not really understanding callbacks and I was at a rails conf and I got roasted at like for, they were like, Oh, so you, your entire app is callbacks. And I was like, Oh, I guess so. So are callbacks <laughs> good or bad now? I don't know. <laughs> Use in moderation maybe. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see in here. It's kind of interesting uh, to look at this code that registers like the turbo frame request. I'll just look for that turbo frame header, and that's uh, that's all you got to do. Uh, and... Matt, Matt's saying, does anyone use Hey? I use Hey, but I use it like I use other email, which is not a lot. You're the worst um, at email. And yeah, I, I know. I say that I know. with someone with seventy-five-year-old parents. Hey, I don't. Hey, we're not. I'm, Was that a hey. pun? Uh, uh, I'm not even going into that right now. Uh, uh, a lot of JavaScript people are saying it's slow, and you know what? You know what's also slow? Getting a JavaScript project started up. So I don't want to. I don't want to hear their crap because I've heard it too. I I I first saw people talking about it being slow today. On Twitter, I was kind of like, being off work for me is dangerous. I just like browse Twitter all day. And uh, I mean, it's not like the speediest thing I've ever used, but I've never. It's also work in progress. It's never been a thing for me where, like, I use the shortcuts to go between, like, the feed and and M box. And, like, there's a little bit of a delay, but none that I've ever been like, ooh, I don't want to use Hey over. So. Yeah, like who cares? Like, why does everything have to be like shipped on the edge of like a Cloudflare CDN? It's fine. It, it works. <laughs> it's fine. It makes money. I think at the end of the day, like that's my argument. I want to spend twenty twenty one like keeping a list of all the things that trigger you, and then at the end of the <laughs> year, just record a podcast where we go through line by line and bring them up and just listen to you talk for an hour. Because I love when you're like riled up. I I'm not easy to rile, but when I am, it's it's go time. Uh, what else? What else was there about this? So Turbo Links is, I mean, the Turbo without the links. I guess they call it the drive or whatever. It seems yeah. to still be well, the same. Well, it's just Turbo, but then now there's subcomponents of right. drive, frames, streams, um, native. So for all intents and purposes, Drive is what TurboLinks was, and then 
Yeah, I think so for the most part. Um, yeah, and uh, there's not uh, there's this turbo native thing, but Strata is also listed as a thing for native. So I'm guessing that's some some actual native code or you know the the toolkit around that. Like we have the TurboLinks iOS adapter and so on. I'm guessing that's what Strata is going to be. The, the actual like mobile SDK or whatever. But there is turbo native navigation in the controllers as a module. And it's got recede or redirect to, resume or redirect to, and things, which is interesting. So I guess we'll learn more about that stuff later. Uh, Rob asked if my courses could become a hot wire course instead of a stimulus reflex course. <laughs> that, that, the short answer is no. Uh, there's, there's a lot of work that would require me to start that over, but yeah, I think there's a, there's a place for both. Totally. You know? I, I, someone was talking to me about that earlier. How like, um, like if I wanted to do one, like I, I could kind of show parallels between the two, but I was like, I got to finish the first one before anything else is on my radar. But yeah. So here's something we could talk about. What are some like interesting like use cases for this? Like, are they the same as stimulus reflex or like, cause I'm thinking like, okay, after we get off this call, I'm going to eat some Chipotle and then I'm going to play with this. So <laughs> I don't want to build a chat app. I get there. Yeah, my Chipotle, I, I put it in the in the fridge because I decided eating on stream was probably probably not the best. Oh, dude, cold Chipotle is the worst, but continue. It's a burrito bowl, so it's already cold, I think. Chipotle is the worst anyway. I don't even know I got it. Um, uh, what 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 are we going to build with this? Like, what are some interesting like use everything. cases in a chat app? Everything. everything with this. That's Take it. the sledgehammer, hit everything. Yeah. No, I mean, right. I, I want to build something. Else? I want to build something that's complicated enough to hit some of the edge cases, or you know, like undocumented areas that are like hard to figure out. Um, you know, I think that'll be interesting to figure out. There's, there's always the like, here's the demo video, and it's like the happy path for everything, and you know, you never see any of the weird edges, but. I don't know that there's going to be a whole lot because it is really similar to the same workflow you had with stimulus reflex or cable ready. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Nick was saying on Twitter, you know, like the nice part about stimulus reflex is that it just uses the current URL and re renders, um, which is you don't have to do any thinking with that, which is kind of nice. Um, but it does have its downsides of like skipping the, the whole you know, stack of, of rails and going and injecting instance variables. So you end up rewriting or you write your code for stimulus reflex differently. Um, and this will be a different approach as if probably you were only using cable ready is more what this will feel like. So, you know, I think stimulus reflex, if you want to use that approach of, you know, uh, setting instance variables from a reflex and rendering different things, it'll be still valuable on its own if you want to use that. But, you know, this also doesn't do all the, the helper methods that 
are common in, in cable ready, which, you know, you can set cookies and all that stuff um, that this will probably never have support for. So maybe, maybe somebody can build a plugin that monkey patches those features in like notifications or something, but I would have guessed that it's not going to try and support as many things as cable ready does. So, you know, if people want to stick with that, I think it'll be totally fine. It's still got its own, you know, value. And it's also been around for long enough that it's tried and true. So like, you know how to use that. And there's lots of examples and support for that. If you dive directly into this, be prepared for some warts, kind of like we've seen with action text and active storage and whatever, like just little things that like they built this for, Hey, works great for what they're doing. But if you start deviating, then you might find some rough edges. So and that that's my guess, but we'll see. I'm excited to try it, but I need a good, I don't know, building a hay or something as like a quick clone of that would be interesting. Like the having the drop downs automatically, you know, lazy load and whatever seems like a great little thing. It, it, there's animations. a lot of yeah those those are the little things like even with reflex like conceptually at a high level this stuff is all very like simple right like oh this is gonna make my life so much better and it does but you run into these edge cases and like you said like this isn't documented like these edge cases and how people work around them aren't really documented yet and so yeah it's not till you really like get in there and like grind your teeth that you can really like compare these things. Yeah. 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 Um, this, that like I've done in the past, a lot of those like JS.ERB responses and like, this is going to be awfully similar to doing that. So it's kind of interesting to see though, the, like how your controllers are going to change. I'm really curious about, I love how, um, the broadcasts to board or like room um, example in the screencast was like, it was just like, Oh, it broadcasts changes. And that's all I write. That's kind of crazy. So it seems really neat to be able to have it render the partials out of the box and just like go pipe updates and whatever. Um, and I guess that just requires you to have, what like your DOM ID or something on the on the element? Yeah, I guess so. Here. Some some selector knows how to how to find it. Remember when Matt tweeted yesterday about DOM ID, and then today it's like all over that video. It's like <laughs> I use it constantly. Like I use that for my selectors for everything in Cable Ready. Yeah, so. we, we use it a lot at Podia. I, yeah. use, I use it in my course, but I, I used it not where I wanted to at the beginning. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, now I'm stuck with it in the wrong spot for a whole course because I don't want to re-record like 10 videos. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst. If you make a mistake in a video, then you're like, uh-oh, it's kind of here forever where <laughs> I have to redo everything. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see that. And it does look like it is going to use DOM ID for that. And, the uh, and the model concerns here, there's quite a few methods for broadcasting changes. 
broadcast, remove, replace, append. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like it'd be pretty simple to go add some of your own uh, things, more like Cable Ready does if you wanted to extend that. Turbo Streams Tag Builder. Tag Builder. So I guess this is for, let's see. So did what was the name of that method, the helper method for the turbo frame uh, tag generator thingy? Uh, I don't remember. Let me go watch the video real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess chat, the turbo chat. Uh, I guess this turbo stream tag builder is mostly for the turbo stream .erb, uh, file types. I think it's broadcast to broadcast to model name. Mm. Um, Matt was just saying, anyone know how the back button works with frames that are lazy loaded? Good question. Uh, I don't know. Stupid back button, man. Why back button had to get so hard. It didn't have to be. We could have just left it not being useful. Like way back in the day. Turbo frame tag. <laughs> yeah, turbo frame tag. So the turbo stream tags, I guess, is just a way to render out your actions easily. Wonder if that outputs JavaScript or something. I don't know. I don't know. That'll just that'll why wouldn't it out why wouldn't it output HTML? Well, it's got actions and stuff. So I wonder if it's like kind of like your cable ready stuff, like a JSON object of here's the action and here's the HTML. <laughs> Matt just said form errors back button. Who needs them? Matt's cracking <laughs> me up right now. I'm not going to lie. But I mean, who does? We need We need a way for JavaScript to just remove the back button on your website. We should make a browser <laughs> without navigation controls. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Just implement your own back button. That's what I'm going <laughs> to build. It's an Electron app using Turbo that just has an address bar and no back and forth <laughs> button. There's my project. Oh, Electron. Uh, you terrible software. Like, you. Uh, this is pretty simple. The Turbo install script just... Inserts yield head, turbo include tags, and uh, Redis. That's it. I like so that it gets up. Redis up and running for you because I think that's something that we've had a little bit of issues with in Stimulus Reflex. It's like, okay, but you need to have Redis running, and some people are like, how, how do yeah. I do that? Yeah, but, that's going to be... I mean, one of the things I'm going to like about this is you know, it makes regular Ajax requests and then it's just mostly the responses sent over WebSockets, which has been like a pain point of mine with um, Stimulus Reflex. Using the WebSocket for running the request skips a few things and it's not the same as an HTTP request. So if you're writing mid middleware and things, you gotta go manually change that and whatever. So it'll... It'll work out of the box with cookies and everything else, which is kind of nice. So it won't require any changes, which 
if you were adding stimulus reflex to something and had to switch to, you know, session store in Redis or something in production, that's not an easy change going from cookies to there. Log everybody out. That's yeah. That's one of the reasons like we haven't swapped our store. I know that, like it's a thing on our radar to maybe do. It probably won't be with Redis, but that's just such an overhaul. Like, <laughs> are these events like submit end and submit start? Are those new events? Because I know Turbolinks has had events. They would be for forms, yeah. Okay. Um, because they don't have any form support in Turbolinks. So, yes, that would be new. And it looks like if you've got Turbolinks load events, just re- delete load from that and your, or Turbolinks, delete links. Um, and the rest of those should be fine, which is nice. So, seems it seems pretty simple, like looking through the code for this. Conceptually, it's not too much. There's not a lot of things. So, I like this commit message here this has been used in anger <laughs> and it's and it's bumping it. from version 0.1 to 0.5 <laughs> nice <laughs> I, uh, hilarious this would have been the perfect project to just work in progress commit everything yeah <laughs> yeah um I like that DHH was like, yeah, we're using the old template version in the screencast for Hey, so they're not even running the latest version of this, which is kind of funny because they're all very like, we're using, you know, Rails Master in production or whatever. <laughs> so, like, we'll see. I think it'll be good to see how much of this evolves as people pick it up and change things. Uh, so one thing I... I wanted to circle back to you. Uh, was Matt talking about can you <laughs> server React components? But it is like as someone who's been Conceptual. using React, like to have that be kind of announced and pushed yesterday, and then this announced and pushed today. Like it's just really fascinating. I'm not gonna get into like a front end debate right now or anything like that but the push for kind of more server rendered things like it does feel a little simpler and like a happy path for a lot of people so i'm encouraged by it yeah i mean you better prepare yourself though because like we got we got rails 6.1 hotwire we got ruby 3 um what else came out there's something else I'm forgetting, but expect no updates for the next like five years. <laughs> yeah, it's done. They're going to market whip and it's done. Yeah, it's like beta forever. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm just it. like, I'm excited to try this, but dropping it right at the holidays makes it tough. <laughs> yeah well good thing we're on lockdown because i'm probably not going home for christmas so maybe i'll just play with this all christmas <laughs> <laughs> the sad sad person i am i think that's kind of all i have on turbo i mean we we've talked about stimulus too in the podcast um 
Shout out podcast. <laughs> Shout out podcast. Um, <laughs> I will say I started using Stimulus 2 in my course without realizing it because it dropped and it wasn't until I like used data target the old way in the console. It's like, hey, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm using Stimulus 2. And so I really do appreciate like, though maybe it kind of moves slower than we'd like, like the backwards compatibility focus is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, they admitted they don't use it like they thought they would because I think Hotwire approach does so much that, yeah, I mean, and you don't, you definitely do have certain situations of like, oh, maybe we need to detect the browser time zone and save that in a hidden field or something, you know. Perfect little use case for a stimulus controller, but they're, I mean, building hay is not, that's the thing that building hay and Basecamp are like, they're definitely complicated in some areas, but they're also like pretty trivial in other areas or in kind of in general, maybe like they're not building something like Slack where you're trying to support probably a channel with 10,000 people in it or something or whatever, you know, like some of those things are probably a, a bit more pushing the boundaries. So, you know, you see those things kind of, their designs are made for their their products and extracting that stuff out. So fits that really well, but I'll be curious to see, you know, people using it in ways it wasn't built for, seeing where those boundaries are. Totally. So, uh <laughs> I think our our noise might have blown some headphones. Um, You're welcome. I turned it down a little bit. We'll see if it's less. There we go. It's a little better. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, this was fun and new for us, and only took us an hour <laughs> to figure out how to turn on. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we uh we we code. If you if you didn't know that, <laughs> we we do things on the internet. Uh, we're not we're not professional Twitch streamers yet, but we will be. No, we don't have any. No. Hey, anyways, Lisa. Next anyways, check us out on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, subscribe to OnlyFans. Follow the podcast. <laughs> uh, I have a 14 day trial, so we have 13 days to stream as much as we want. But oh, perfect on OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Uh, all right. Fans. Well, before we're going to unbox software, before my life turns to shambles. Uh, <laughs> cool. This was fun. We'll uh, we'll wrap this up and make it a podcast and release it. But cool. All righty. Yep. All right. Well, thanks everybody who came and hung yeah. out with us. And if you're just listening to this later, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Later. Rock on. Go Hamill. Where's the end button? <laughs> Go Hamill. Hamill all day. Hamill all life. Oh, Lord. All day. All night. <laughs> <laughs>